What's up, girl? Hey, Lo, how you doing? I'm doing great, and you? Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. You are such a vibe. Oh, you're so sweet. Like, I'm like, can I get in costume? Can you sing? Oh, can I dance with you? Like, it's my Halloween now. <laughs> yes. You stay ready. I love it. You stay Thank ready so you don't have you. to get ready. Thank you so much for being here. Of course. I'm happy to be here, like I said, and uh, happy to discuss this book. It means a lot. Um, I will tell you all about it. So for those that do not know, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? My name is Radmila Lali, and I am an opera singer and a composer and a couture designer. Wow, <laughs> triple threat. Do you have like a favorite or are they all I equally don't. distributed? I actually don't because everything drives me, music drives me. So when I listen to the music, I sketch. When I sketch, I hear the music. So it's kind of... Uh, oh, wow. So you work both simultaneously. It's anesthesia. Uh, I think it's called synesthesia. Not anesthesia, synesthesia. What made you choose this book? Well, I think that book meant a lot to me because it was my first book that I read, like adult book, uh, I would say. I was like 13, 14. And wow. before that, I would read like kids book and school stuff. But this was like my mom was reading it. And so for the first book that I ever read, that was adult book. But my feedback and my perspective on it was very different. I just reread it to, for this interview. And it's... I did not remember any of those details. So what, when you first read it, what was the impact it had on you as a little girl? As a little girl, I thought, oh, wow, she's powerful. And the character, the Kate, she's yeah. powerful and she goes for what she wants. And now I look at it, whoa, she was kind of a, <clears throat> a not that good of a person. How, how do you relate to Kate? I, I cannot relate to her because I... I'm not like her. I always put my heart first and uh, business and money to me is not what drives me. It's funny because I can see that perspective and then I can also see the perspective of like her being a powerhouse, good, bad, or indifferent and like how you carry yourself as a powerhouse, you know? So there's like, there's somewhat Thank of you. a similarity in, in the sense of just Thank you. being able to carry yourself and, and build. Yeah, I, I just, thank you. And I appreciate, but I think... I'm, you know, I have a, I'm very spiritual and I believe that, mm. um, we can get to what we want by being kind and nice and the right people will come on our way to get there. I don't think we need to, I, I think everything returns. If, when you do bad things, it will return to you. And I don't do bad things just because it will return to me. It's just, I don't, my heart is not for that. Right. Where are you in your spiritual journey? I mean, I go to church every Sunday. I read prayers every day and I, everything happens for a reason, bad and good. So I always, you know, God would never put me in, even if position, I don't see myself what's going to happen in the future in a dark place. I know that God wouldn't just put me and leave me here. Uh, and how has that influenced your life? Oh, very much. It um. influenced everything because... You know, so, you know, we all go through hard journey too. And when we lose uh, loved ones and, you know, you don't know why it's happening, but then, you know, you believe and you know that there is a God. And has that influenced your music? Oh, absolutely. I mean, my music is very, very happy or very, very dark. Nothing in the middle. Really? So the way I compose, <laughs> yeah. It's because, you know, because that's kind of life is. If you think about it, yeah, we, you, we can stay in between, but I think... As um, humans, we remember very dark times and very happy times. We don't really remember every day how we wake up, brush our teeth and go to work and do things. We can't remember the results. Mm. So that's the way I compose. And that's the way I actually write too. What's been your favorite song that you've written? My favorite song that I, I honestly, they're all my babies. They Aww, all mean different things. Yeah. And uh, I get so excited when I 
start composing on the paper and then it becomes still live. I see musicians in the studio and then people feel different things uh, from this music. And then they actually tell me what they feel and it matches the story behind the music. So that's a great compliment to me. That means I composed it correctly. So I passed the right message. What's the thought process like when you're composing a song? I um I usually compose based on the visuals, meaning whatever it's in my head. So my my new book that I'm, well, not new, my first book uh, is called Life is a Bridge. And everything that is happening in the scenes, the music comes to my head. So it's more like a visualization concept and then you put it down. Yep. Usually is. Uh, sometimes, you know, I just sit next to the piano and I play it and then I create visuals afterwards it really depends but uh, I get I get I get inspired from everything I mean literally if I sit next to a piano any instrument I can come up with the melodies and something oh that goes here or that goes motif can go to this part of the book so yeah yeah and with music what made you choose opera well I had a talent growing up and so my family and my mom supported that journey and uh, but I never wanted to be an opera singer and do productions I wanted to do my own opera my own stories my own music so I had the training and I think like ballet um, it's a great foundation to music I mean I obviously read music I can compose I understand the music theory behind it but um, and I like to have that power sometimes in my music where I can sing very big notes very loud Uh, but I also like to uh, collaborate with different artists with electronic music hip hop I don't just do opera mm, so you add that versatility my music is it. very Cirque du Soleil like and very soundtracks yes it's not uh, regular opera have you ever had an experience on stage where you just like blacked out uh, I think I I honestly I'm always in my own zone when I perform I I'm I'm just me and I don't feel anyone wow so I don't know if that's blackout but um, I don't I don't, nobody exists. Not because I don't care for my fans and my audience. It's just, I am in my zone. Right. Do you have any, before you step on stage, are there any um, rituals that you do before your show? I don't have a specific rituals uh, because I have a rituals every day. The same ones. I'm very routine oriented. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? I mean, I have my whole herbal, like, you know, the, the vitamins I take every morning, I do my face massage, I do my masks. I mean, it's just, I have all these things. And then so when good. I warm up for my voice and uh, I have crazy routines, I do stretches for my fingers, for piano. I mean, different stuff. Yes. <laughs> and um, for me, most important when I have a performance is I know that I practiced enough because I'm all about, it's all about practice because the second you step on stage and you're not practiced, even if you have a great ritual, the, you know, the, that day in the morning, it's not enough to sustain that um, uh, confidence on yeah. stage. How do you gain and maintain confidence? I think it's just over time and I love audience. I mean, my mom is very different uh, than I am. My mom very shy. She was very talented and a great singer, but she never went for it because she didn't want people to look for me more people better. I mean, when I performed for the Marlins opening uh, this season, it was, I think the stadium holds, I don't know, let's say 40,000. And I saw that it was not full completely because it was rain. So it was like 25,000 or something. I was kind of, I wanted to have it full. Like I want more people. Mm. Give me 100,000, great. Million, even better. Yeah, I, I, get, I get joy out of it. What's been your favorite performance that you've performed so far? I mean, they're all different, but I think 
One of my favorites was definitely for Miami Heat, the national anthem, because it was three different elements that I really love. It's music, and I dressed all the strings and the choir, and they were from my church. So it's like my spiritual, my designing, my voice, my I, I did the notation for the arrangement for the uh, national anthem, and then I performed in front of my team. So it's like four in one. Wow, that's beautiful. And fun fact, I hosted a Miami Heat game because I was a Heat dancer for two years. Okay. And so I have a great relationship with the organization. Yes. And I went back to host a game and there you were courtside with your oh, Heat jersey dress. Uh, when, when was that? That was last year. For the playoffs. Yeah. And I saw you and I was just like, who is that? <laughs> Talk about making a statement. Uh, How did you come up with that design? Well, what happened is um, I got um, the tickets when we moved here, I would say 2019. And then I just would go to every game, dress up the way I am. And then I looked around, I went to the store and I didn't see anything that I liked to support my team. And uh, I mean, I can wear a jersey, but, uh, you know, I'm not really a jersey girl. Yeah. Um, so I went and I purchased 15 different jerseys, all the players, whatever I could get hands on. And I put uh, my style in, I made a gown. The red one was first one. And COVID happened. And then I did not get a chance to wear it. That was back in 2019. I made it in December, and obviously everything got shut down in you know March. But I was gonna wear it that year later on, and then it was literally just laying in my closet for like a year and a half. And then I decided to pull it out. I was like, oh, you know what? I want to do some pictures with it. So <clears throat> called my photographer, and uh, we did some pictures. And then my uh, partner saw it on me. He goes wait a second, what is it made of? Where did you buy this? I said, oh, I didn't buy, I, I just bought jerseys. I put it together. Da, 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 da. He goes, oh, this is very interesting. And then he's like, you should wear it to the playoffs. Um, not this year playoffs, uh, last year's. And uh, I was like, sure. And next thing you know, it was viral. <laughs> wow. Were you expecting that? Honestly, I didn't know what to expect because I, you never know with internet. You know what I mean? People might say, oh, you know, it's cool. And then I didn't, I did not expect that kind of reaction. It was getting to the point where I'm just like, okay, I'm not looking because <laughs> it was 90% was very sweet. But then, you know, you get one or two, well, you get few yes. and you're like focusing on that. And I'm not, you know, I'm not made for, I, I, I don't want negativity. And, you know, most of the time people comment something negative is actually reflection on themselves. That's how I look at it because I don't have time to go on Twitter and post something bad about someone. Yes. And Maybe they should just get busy with their own lives. Yeah. A suggestion. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, and then from there on became a thing and I started making different colors and um, and I made it two pieces and things like that. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's so sweet. I love bringing in that fashion element to the game. Yeah. You know, it was just it maybe me, layer. you know, and I'm supporting my team, but in my own sense of style. How has this book influenced your life? I don't know if it's influenced my life, but it's just always... You remember your first book, you remember your first date, you remember your first car, you know. Um, and I feel like it's just part of who I am and uh, it's my history. So rereading it now, um, obviously, what really shows you how DNA is so strong in us, right? Because the whole family starts with her father and then goes to her great, great guy. Uh, kid. And so in a way, it shows that they had a parallel, right? Good parent and then a not so good parent and so that in the end it became twins and then one was good one was not so good and uh but it was very twisted i mean i was uh i and you know people like that exist 
That's yeah. funny. Not funny, but it's it's kind of sad. Yes. And the concept of creating like generational wealth. Yes. Right. Being able to build and maybe it doesn't even have to be like financially. It could be within lessons. Right. Yeah. Like what are the lessons that are being passed down generation to generation? Yeah. And who comes by the horn to be able to be like, we're going to take this power. We're going to take this leadership. Yeah. This leadership role. Yeah. I just think, I don't know. I'm all about. Yeah, money is very, I mean, look, we live in a physical world. If my parents, if my mom gets sick, I need money to pay for the hospital. So I get it. We live in a material world. We need financial stability. But like I said, it doesn't drive me in life. And also, to me, it's about what legacy you live. Uh, yeah, you, you leave behind you and positive legacy. Yeah. Of course, money helps. You can buy a building and name your last name, you know, and stuff like that. It's great. But also, does that building will have a legacy? Will it help others to for gener- you know generations well like for me my goal in life before i leave this earth to meet god <laughs> i hope um is to leave uh, a school education school and with the theater and everything that not just music uh, everything all the artistic mediums where the kids cannot afford and be able to be there and that's kind of a legacy i want because if i can inspire at least five of them it can continue for yeah. Very long time. And we, I mean, look, we live here very short time in a, in a big picture. So we like a little, tr- little leave mm-hmm. in this, you know. So it's really how much we inspire others and they can go on and remember what that person left behind themselves. Yeah. Who has inspired you? You know, different people, different, uh, different people inspire me for different things. Like my mother is a biggest, uh, believer in, believer in me. And I feel mm-hmm. like if you, when you get that love when you're a child, and that's what my whole thing is about. A lot of children don't get love and they feel they, that's why they can't be the best versions of themselves. Yes. And I got love from my mother that I knew that I can be the best version of myself. Doesn't mean, I'm, you know, comparing yourself to others, you cannot. You have to just live your life and, um, and not hurt others. And how was your experience coming from Russia to the U.S.? Well, I lived in U.K. B- before I moved to U.S. Um, you know, it was young, so it's different. You know, uh, it's different. Uh, like I said, Moscow was fine, meaning like it was a big city. I'm used to big cities. Um, I was always with my mom. Education was good. Um, I didn't really see much uh, of adult life there because I was in London when I was my te- uh, like mid teenager years, so I kind of started um, in- learning English there, and then from there I came to US like um, I would say eighteen years now, nineteen years. So I lived in New York, I lived in LA, I lived in um, La Jolla, and I lived in Miami. So I always lived in big cities, and also um, I had a choice between moving to Paris from London and work there as a model and then I'll move to U.S. And I just always knew that U.S. and New York is my destiny. How has your childhood influenced the woman you are today? I think it influenced everything. You know, my mom and I didn't have much. And I feel like when you have, you don't have much, your imagination becomes unlimited. Mm. So nothing can really stop you because why not? And that love that you felt for your, from your mother, how have you been able to give it back to society? I think I'm working pretty, I mean, I think I'm doing an okay job. Um, I'm on the board of The Leap for Ladies. Um, It's a beautiful foundation. We do workshop in prisons. And um, when the woman, um, incarcerated women come out, we give them the document, we help them documents, job and housing. Mm -hmm. And I've been very, very active. And I got to know a lot of women, all all of them, pretty much, uh, all of them. And 
most of them did not have love as a children. And most of them were abused as children. And that's why they don't know any difference. And um, it's very sad. And that's why I said, always work on children who is children today, but also don't forget about adults that were, did not had, get a help when they were children. Yes. So, and then I'm on the advisory board of Shalala Music at the Frost. It's for uh, kids, um, uh, uh, music program. And uh, I do know, I actually wrote about it. <clears throat> when the children develop, when they play an instrument as a kid, yeah. their brain develop um, differently. And it's like math. So it, it can help them in the future, even if they take a different profession, they don't have to be a musician, it will help them the way they study, the way they learn, and the way they process things. You went to school? No, music, yeah. Oh, for music. music. Yeah, for music. But but I did take different courses for business. So because, like I said, I always talk when I talk to younger um, kids, musicians, I always say, look, here's the thing. Artist is artist, but if you're making a song, you have to sell it. You have to, you know, if it's a business, if it's just for your hobby, sure. I mean, you can make beautiful music and enjoy it and for your friends or, you know, your fans. But if you think it's a music business, you have to listen for what fans want and you have to give them that. That's kind of how I am. The show that I'm going to have, Residency Show, I'm putting all elements that people want to see, like I would want to see. And it's business. I mean, you have uh, investors, you have to pay them back. And I think a lot of times back in the day, musicians or artists, they did not hear that, oh, it's, you know, he's just being an artist and, oh, you know, creates one song every 10 years. Do you really can pay your rent with that? No. So you kind of have to choose. <laughs> right. Has there been like a formula that you've laid out? for that path for yourself where you just plug and play different things? Well, I have to do everything by just figuring out on the way. But the way I would talk to kids now and yes, it's A, A, B, C, D, E. Yes, I can definitely lay it out. But obviously for me, I was just doing it by feel. And uh, I don't regret anything. I mean, but I'm I'm 37 now. I mean, obviously if I was born in this country um, and uh, I would have somebody like me, I probably would have been different, you know, different place in my career. I, I'm happy where I'm at, but everybody has their own past. But I think knowing what I know today at 20 would have been interesting. So what would you tell a 20 year old today? It's hard to say because also the times were different. Like 17 mm. years ago, opera was opera, hip hop was hip hop, electronic music was here. And so it was now like now it's a synergy between all of it. You can easily go and an age doesn't matter at this point. Back in the day, it was like everybody has to be young. You know, like the pop artists, Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, everybody was like 16, 17 to become famous or get a record deal. But anyway, what I would say to myself, um, I don't know, actually, because I think every experience what made me today. It's just what I'm saying is if I was born here and I had my mom meet me, probably would have gotten a record deal when I was younger and look at done things obviously based on that but you know it yeah. is what it is do so you think you ever like write a book about you know your story and your experience being I'm older but I'm people? older because you know I'm still I mean I want to have I mean I want to see what's what will happen in the yeah. future like uh, my the book is a novel that um it's a fictional character and it's called life is a bridge it's a it's a very fun book I'm sure some elements uh, uh, from my character and from, you know, my friends, you know, you, you sprinkle a little bit of everybody. You know in how it. It is. I mean, you can't just write completely. Of course you have some traits in, from 
me as a writer. Yes. And you've already finished that novel? It's actually three. So it takes wow. place one in New York, then the second one is going to be taking place in London and the third one in Sydney. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah, it's going to be. And then the show, the residency show, is going to be based on the book. So the whole goal is me performing all the pieces, all the songs, that, and the show itself. It's like Soko de Soleil style. And then I want to license the show because I want to move on to my other book called Diva. So that's the idea. I don't want to be always tied to my shows because it's more of a concept. And yes, I will perform it, but then I want to license it. In your creative process, how do you prioritize? Depends what it is. Like if I, today I have to have a call with uh, lawyers and things like that, and I have this today. Obviously, this is my priorities for today, but um, I'm pretty okay with uh, managing my time and I work very fast. Like if you tell me to compose right now for the whole orchestra a piece, I will probably compose to you in about two hours and we'll be ready to go. Like I said, I, I use it, I treat it as a job. I don't treat it as a, oh, let me get inspired. Like you tell me the topic, I think of the key, I, I feel it, I play it, and I'm like, okay, this is what we're gonna go with. Are you one of those people that wake up in the middle of the night and like hear these certain elements and have to write it down? Depends or? what I'm doing. Like, like last night I was, I couldn't sleep. So I was writing all kind of ideas for the book. Like I, I want to add some, a couple of scenes to tie it together. Because to me, it's like a puzzle. You can't, even the anything that you're doing, it's not going to be answered overnight. So yes. sometimes you have to experience certain things for you to you know, to reflect on your work, right? So, for example, something happened to me yesterday. I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm going to add it to this, and I'm going to, you know, mm. combine it together." Your yeah. mind is always always active. It is. It is. I, yeah, I don't drink. I don't do anything. I just, I, I love life. Yeah, you love what you do. And also, like, it's everything is based on me. I mean, here's the thing. I can't take a day off. Even if I have people that work with me, I still have to go through all the stuff and just regular everyday things. And then who's going to write the book? I mean, I, I don't like when I don't hire any ghostwriters. I do everything myself. But so if it's my mind, who else is going to write it? I have to do it. So. Right. so like today's outfit. It's mine. I mean, it's from my collection. Yeah. You created it. Yeah. Yeah. How does that process look like? Well, I was thinking I wanted to do something alligator. Uh, I'm vegan, so vegan leather alligator print. And I wanted to wear red. I mean, make it red. And so red I went leather. online, purchased the fabric. I had a sketch. I went because I have a team, um, seamstresses, and, uh, you, you know, we put it together. I mean, I, they put it together, and here I am wearing it. Wow. So your looks are always detailed. Very much. I mean, process. I usually like visit Miami Heat or if I have a specific when I travel, obviously I have a whole month of my outfits just on a rack ready to go. So I don't have to think about it because um, I kind of know my mood. I probably what I like, what I don't like. So yeah, yeah I probably, probably plan for the games now. I plan out for about a month in advance. And I try not to, obviously, if we have, yesterday I was wearing black and gold. I mean, that's how color black yesterday, but it's okay because it has gold and I had a gold jacket. So yes. it's fine. But I try not to wear the upon and Tim yeah. color. How do you want people to remember you as? Um, just a kind person. Mm. And people probably will remember me as like, oh, you know, she likes to dress up. But it's it's who I am, yes. But it's, that's not what, I, I want to be colorful as a my internal state, not what I'm, the way I look or. Yeah. Uh, and how do you tap into that internal state? I think music. I think, um, you know, when I feel 
down when I feel some things. I, I have a very good memory, so it has to be very careful with that because I put some music and reminds me of some things. And I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> so like, change, I it, change, change it, change it. Exactly. So I like, even like me living in Miami, like I remember this building, what happened this? And then like when I go back to New York, I'm like, okay, this happened, this block that. So it's, I have to really like try to think of a four because I, at some point I will run out of places to live because yeah. I will have memories about everything. For sure. Are there any final favorite takeaways from this book? I think it's a very exciting book and has a lot of twists. And the way I write, it's very similar. So I kind of like that. Even, you know, usually I can guess a movie and a book what's going to happen. A couple of times it caught my attention. I was like, oh, I didn't expect that one coming. <laughs> so, <laughs> Boom, knocked you yeah, out. I like that. Thank you so much for being on of this course. episode with us. It has been such a pleasure. I'm excited to witness you and your growth and your journey oh, and your partnership with you. the Heat and oh. to hear more records and read your books. Thank you. Yeah. I can't wait to be back here discussing my book. Yes. <laughs> Put it on the universe, girl. Exactly. Where can people find you? Um, my Instagram is my main um, platform, Red Miller Lolly. Yeah. Well, there you have it, friends. We just finished wrapping with Radmila Lali discussing Master of the Game by Sydney Sheldon. If you like this book, make sure to get your copy today, clicking the link in the description below. As always, like, comment, and subscribe. Turn the page, and we'll see you in the next one. Shout out to our sponsor, Local Cold Brew Coffee.